In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Please be seated. The parables of Jesus are almost always misinterpreted. For much of history, the parables have been viewed wrongly as something of a series of holy fables with a moral lesson at the end. Our gospel reading this evening is the so-called parable of the sower. Now, the oft-assumed erroneous interpretation is that Jesus is the sower, and the seeds that he sows are his teachings. The typical moral lesson at the end of this parable, when viewed as a fable, is that we should go ahead and sprinkle the word of God around on the various ground of people's hearts, recognizing some will bear fruits and some won't. Worse still is the version that says this is a lesson about getting ourselves right with God, making sure that we are not stony or thorny ground, but something of an exhortation to make ourselves good ground. But parables are not fables with moral lessons. They are earthly illustrations of heavenly truths. Therefore, this is not a parable about getting your act together. This is not a parable about trying to be good ground. This evening, I wish to unpack the parable of the sower in a perhaps new and I think more biblical way, namely as a parable about the finished and gracious work of God in Jesus Christ. God is the sower, and Christ is the seed of salvation that has already been sown everywhere. First, let's look at the word of God as represented in the seed sown. Now, to do so, we must first think about what the Word of God is. The primary meaning of this phrase throughout the New Testament is what St. John says at the beginning of his Gospel. The Word is the one who was in the beginning with God and who is God himself. He is the divine Son of God by whom all things were made. He is the one who has come into the world in the Incarnation, enlightening every person. The Word has become flesh and dwelt among us. The Word is the Eternal Son, God of God, Light of Light, True God of True God, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. And so the seed sown in this parable is not Scripture. It's not just a word about salvation. The seed sown is Jesus Christ himself, the eternal and divine word of God. And I would say this is very good news, wouldn't you? If Jesus, the word, is the seed sown, this makes God the Father the sower. And this means that Jesus has already been sown everywhere in the world, and without even a single bit of our cooperation or our consent. This is the good news of the gospel. 
God in Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit, has already done all the work for us. That makes us the stony and thorny ground. But we don't have to worry, I don't think. We don't have to try to make ourselves good ground. For one, ground can't do anything. Thorny and rocky ground cannot make itself good. Only the sower can do that. And indeed, we can't save ourselves. Only God can, and he does. The good news of the gospel is that in Jesus Christ, God has sown his word, Jesus Christ, in the ground of our hearts. And furthermore, he has entered into our world in the incarnation and become the good ground for us in our place and on our behalf. Finally, to conclude, this good news is for everyone. The idea of the universality or the catholicity of the kingdom of God, the insistence that God is at work in Christ by the Holy Spirit everywhere, always and for all, rather than in some places, at some times, and for some people, is at the heart of Jesus' teachings in the Gospels. We certainly see that in our Gospel lesson this evening, and we do well to remember the good news that this salvation is not up to us. It is up to God, who has done it for us in Christ. And so, even while we are stony and thorny ground, in Christ, God the sower has broken in and continues to break up our hard ground and cause growth and cause fruit as the good ground for us. And in response, we can witness to this good news to others, telling them that they too have been made good ground in Christ. And so this then, I think, is a parable about what God has done for you and is doing for you now. You are the good ground by virtue of hearing the word of God proclaimed to you. And you are bearing fruit, some 60, some 30, and some 100-fold. And if you're anything like me, this is especially welcome and good news at this time of the liturgical year. Here we are, freshly into Lent, and I confess to you, I already feel like pretty stony ground already myself. But the good news of the gospel is that God is in the business, especially during Lent, of taking especially stony ground like me and like you and transforming us into fruitful, good ground. After all, it's Lent now, but soon we will be at Easter, at the cross, at the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, where he takes the stony ground of this world and all of us and our hearts and gives us new life in him forever. And so, he that hath ears to hear, as Jesus says, let him hear. And what can we do in the face of this good news but respond with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the model Christian in so many ways, in our hearing of this gospel 
and sing with her as we do at Evensong. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. Amen.